Oh, are you doing the intro? Should I do the intro? I, I've got I've got a, a a little thing that I wrote. Yo, 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 yo. Welcome to the Mega Late Show, Tokyo, Japan's number one hip-hop and dope culture podcast. We're out here highlighting artists, art, visitors, all the cultural happenings in light of uh, all four elements of hip-hop. Uh, check out the end of the podcast for the calendar and all the dope events coming uh, up soon. Uh, also, we'll have a catchphrase. I think we're going to get a catchphrase one of these days. I'm not sure yet. But um, this week, we are in the presence of Greatness, one of LA's premier elite top tier most eminent djs our guest is a dj and a turntablist which we're going to get into that a little bit later for you cats that don't know what that exactly means uh this man is toured the world played music created from every corner of the world and plays that shit for people in every corner of the world uh this is a man of the culture and the culture is upholding the rich tradition of utilizing turntables vinyl a mixer and his unquantifiable expertise and his own subjective taste in music as an instrument uh, he's rock shows along some of the most prestigious figures in the hip-hop culture scratch pickles probably the x-men i don't know uh definitely the far side and his name precedes him uh just the other day i was hit up by our guy phonics who for listeners of the show they should know that he is a dope beat maker slash DJ slash graphic artist slash a bunch of other dope shit. Check out that episode of the podcast. The other day, Phonics hit me up and he told me, yo, I heard C. Brown is going to come through to the show. And I said, yes, sir, Phonics. That is an actual fact. And Phonics said, and I quote, C is an L.A.O.G. and a true G. The man is one of my favorite people in L.A. and is one of my favorite DJs. And this is Phonics. So this is no bullshit. He said, the dude is hilarious to kick it with and has a lot of insight and knowledge of the game and music. So with that said, without any further ado, DJ C. Brown is in the Mega Reactor Buddhist mind. Hey, hey applause drop, C. Brown, DJ C. Brown. So should we call you C? Yeah, you can call C? me C. Oh, I like how you said I wrote a little something. Right. <laughs> oh, that was my soliloquy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I wrote a little something for C. Brown. Hey, you I write all them things. I, I, yeah, incredible. yeah. I, I've got it, man. I just, I just wanted to give him a lot of respect because sure. you know I wasn't too familiar with with you yeah. uh, before a few weeks ago when we started conversing. But I went back. I did the knowledge. I watched some of your DJ sets. I listened to some oh, wow. of your music and shit. Oh, okay. And um, yeah, I think this is the first like turntablists that we've had on the show wow, we've really? had a lot of djs and people who can be you mm -hmm. know proficient at different types of scratches and things of that nature yeah, yeah, yeah. but I, I was looking at this man's videos you mean, and you mean besides me right oh yeah dj <laughs> dj grand wizard late uh, cut controller cut, cut, cut king controller cut yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah uh but yeah i think you're the first turntablist mm -hmm. we have on the show so i definitely want to talk to you about that and get your thoughts on those things man but mm -hmm. thank you thank you for coming uh through and you told me yeah. earlier that you've been to japan a few times yep and uh uh, yeah, how's this uh, how's this weather treating you? I see you dress like it's winter out here. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? nah, it's, it's cold, good, man. We from LA. We don't get to dress like this. So yeah, any opportunity I get, I'm gonna definitely throw on a hoodie. You know, with the overcoat yeah. on it, I got the souvenir. Wait, wait, it's a souvenir jacket. Yo, that, what are you those know, called, late? Those type of jackets. The I Japan forget. souvenir jacket with the yeah. stitching. I'm not yeah. gonna lie to you, I've never I don't know seen the name, but yo, life, oh, yeah, I, I don't lit, own though. one, but I need to get it. Yeah, is that lit. a was that a delicious vinyl uh, hoodie oh, yeah, you got it's on? Oh yeah, the DB hey. vinyl. Shout out oh, to Delicious Vinyl. I think they call. 
call that a jacketto. Jacketto? Jacketto. Jacketto. No, that's lit. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, I see you've been out here with your manager. Yep. And you guys have not. You're Shout not out gigging. to Raha holding down the schedule. Thank you. Thank you. Corresponding. <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know. Uh, I see you've been out here chilling, having a mm-hmm. good time. You're not doing any sets out here right now, so I appreciate you just coming in to rock with us. Yeah, absolutely. I saw you went to uh, to eat some tacos over at Sarasa's spot, man. Shout out yeah. to Jesus oh, really? Sarasa. Oh, where? Yeah, yeah shout out so, to Sarasa. you know, after about a week and a half in Japan trying to, you know, get the food game right, we had to take the opportunity to get some tacos in the system, man. A little slice of the L.A. out here is For wonderful. Sure. So, shout out to Sarasa. She did a wonderful job on the spot, too. Yo, isn't it crazy how, yeah. like, in there, it's like you go back into, like, right. a, like a little Mexican spot. Yeah, I know. I'm like, whoa, yeah. what? Are we at Echo Park right now or something? <laughs> she keeps <laughs> it real authentic, yeah. Yeah, yeah and, and I think she imports all of her ingredients straight from mm. Mexico, and she's got recipes that are not so much like Cali-style Mexican food, right, but, like, right, right. Mexico, Mexico, Mexican Mexico, food, Mexico, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, man, we we rock with DJ Sarasa and uh, Speakeasy. Those are our folks. So uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I seen that was dope, man. Um, have you been digging out here yet? Do yeah, I was over at. Uh, well, I missed a couple of flea markets, but I did get over to Disc Union yesterday and uh, went to the Brazilian floor, of course, hey. and bought all these Brazilian records. Oh, so, so they yeah. still got some good finds out here in Tokyo. They oh yeah, been it's, out. it's crazy. No, it's not cleaned out. It's right, not cleaned right. out. I mean, unless you got a billion dollars, you know what right, I'm saying? Right. Like, nah, there's records all over Tokyo, man. No doubt. All right, so um, yo, uh, let's take a little bit of a commercial break to uh, give a shout out to our sponsor. Yo, Mega Late Show would like to give a shout out to our sponsor, Cal Combs. If you would like to support him as he supports us, you need to go to calcombs.com. He has all of his music up on there, like his latest album, Carmel, which is doing very, very well on SoundCloud and all over the internet and in real life space, Japan and that's right, and America. Cal Combs also has some new products available for his fans. You can go on the website and find $25 alloy USB drives with his new album on it, which is a really interesting way to sell an album. And those are $25, and it's got his logo on it. And Cal Combs also has a grip tape for your skateboards that has his logo on it as well. I might pick up some grip tape just to have it. Sounds pretty dope. $25. And if you purchase that, maybe both of those you can use the mega late show discount to help support the mega late show and calcombs you get yourself 25 percent off all purchases over 30 dollars just use mega late show as a discount code that's one word mega late show all purchases over 30 dollars is 25 percent off lowercase hey that sounds like a lot of dollars it does mega, mega late show we should have done like a barbershop quick. Don't cut this part. Yeah, we <laughs> do it. Yes, that's right. Uh, welcome back to the show. And for our listeners, here's the show breakdown. We got news, temperature check, where we're going to talk to uh, DJ C. Brown about some of his tastes. We're going to do a weather report, share a couple tracks, talk about those tracks, conversation, and then the forecast of all the dope upcoming events uh, this week, next week, all the weeks. Uh, and so the first segment, I want to talk about a little bit of news. Now, I'm, I'm just going to go straight into it. You know, uh, we always like to give respect when respect's due, and we want to give flowers to people while they're living. But unfortunately, there's only so much time of the day, and we haven't really had an opportunity to talk about this man. But rest in peace to Craig Mack, yo. Yeah, man, for rest sure. In rest in peace, to Craig, peace Mack. Craig Mack. 
You know, that's another hip-hop artist under the age of 50 that passed away. Yep. You know, we don't have... I feel like the music was a little somber for a second, you know, like I was going to give a sermon. Uh, but yeah, right. you know, uh, Craig Mack, rest in peace, 47 years old, wow. man of the culture. You know, he, I don't know what happened with him and Puff, but he kind of phased out, yep. went, started going to church, become religious, born again Christian. Yep. So uh, rest in peace to Craig Mack. Uh, so dope. So many dope tracks. Yeah. That Easy Mo B beat on Flavor Year. Yep. One of the best ever, man. Yeah. Yep. Craig Mack really killed it. So. Yeah, now nah, Craig okay. Mack is definitely. I feel like he was underrated, man, for real. And he, like, if it wasn't for Craig Mack, there wouldn't be a bad boy. You're like, right. Nah, right. They right. built bad boy off the money they made for Craig Mack's yeah. records. You know what and, I'm saying? And then they made, it was like a transition. Craig Mack was the real raw hip hop. You know, he had been an MC right. before. I think it was called uh, MC Easy. Okay. Before with EPMD, mm -hmm. Eric Sermon, yeah. and there was a little issue, so Sermon couldn't put him out. Yeah. Puffy picked him up, used his name, blew up with Flavor in Your Ear, Flavor in Your Remix, and then yep. kind of like pushed him to the side to right. shine on Biggie and change right. his whole rich guy mafioso look from right. that raw hip hop shit that even Biggie was doing before. Yeah. So um, I'll be looking at Puff Daddy like he's a little suspect, but hey. Black excellence, let yeah, it be. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, nah, I ain't mad at Pick it. Pick your battles. Yeah, you I ain't know mad at it. Right, right. Choose your battles. Choose right. your right. battles. Yeah. But, 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 you know what? You could talk on it because Puffy do be walking around with his chest out a lot. He do. Like, yo, I did this, I did that. No, you sampled a whole lot of hits and made a whole lot of money. So, right. you know what I'm saying? Respect dude Craig Mack. Rest in peace, you know what I'm saying? Boy, all that, yeah. man. Pete Rock might have something to say about that anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pete Rock got something to say about everything. Shout out to Pete Rock. Hey. Yeah, man. Um, also, another, man, another another death. I actually got two more, but I'm only going to talk about one of them. Matt Dyke, yep. one of the founders of Delicious Vinyl. Yep. Uh, instrumental in the creation of Paul's Boutique. Yep. Perhaps the best Beastie Boys album of all time. Just just a, a man of the culture that really cared about it yep. at a time of its early inception, which is, you know, it wasn't popular to listen to hip-hop back then. It wasn't yeah. popular to make it back then. It was a subculture, and Matt Dyke is of the culture, and he hasn't been a part of Delicious Vinyl for quite a for long time. time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've never met the man. I'm not even really too familiar, but I got to give him a shout-out on the yeah. Mega Late Show. For well, that, I mean, you know? you know, he was mixing rock and hip-hop, too, so that was, like, something early, early, like, probably him and only, like, Rick Rubin yeah. and, like, you know, Mike Ross from Delicious Vinyl. Right. You know, that was their thing. So, you know, that turned out to be something huge for, you know, allowing hip hop to kind of not cross over, but just open the door right. to a whole new audience. So, right, absolutely. Shout out to Matt Dyke. You know, I never got to meet him. I heard a lot of cool stories about him. You know, I work with Delicious Vinyl a lot. That's like family to me. So, you know, respect, dude. Word and you up. know, um, you know, Chili? Yeah, Chili's of course. I know Chili T. Yeah. I've only met the man once, but he was real cool. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it was like a, it was an in store, I think, for uh, John Robinson. Elo Cushion Buddha Monk. Oh, okay. They was out there, and uh, I met him then. So we'd like to get Chili on the show as well. I got yeah. to shout out, yeah, reach out to him. Gotta do but that. he's a busy man. Yeah, he's a so busy. He's man. a very busy man, and he's, he doesn't live. He's in. He's in. Yeah, he yeah. lives. He lives uh, Shizuoka, which is like the next oh, prefecture. Okay, so it's okay. a minute to get over. Also, yeah. every time I look around, it's like, yo, he's doing a show in Los Angeles. He's yep, in Los yep. Angeles. So, or shout out to Chili, man. He's actually been pretty instrumental in keeping the ball rolling on things that uh, DV is doing music wise because 
you may or may not know this, but Delicious Vinyl, they, they got into the pizza business. They're yeah. actually doing Delicious Pizza yeah, in I Los Angeles now. Oh, yeah. wow. So, but it's dope because the pizza uh, spot serves as kind of like a museum of the label. Word. And the guy that they partnered up with to do the restaurant, uh, he owns a restaurant called Fred 62. And he's just kind of like an artsy type of yeah. dude. And he knows how to do a restaurant. He knows how to build recipes. He knows how to design a restaurant. Word. So they're brand mixed with his uh expertise in the restaurant business has really been successful yeah. i've seen i've seen um i seen a picture of dj sarasa and illa j eating pizza from there yeah and like the box got like the the delicious yeah, exactly. vinyl guy on it but yep. instead of the vinyl the it's a pizza instead yeah. of the record it's, it's a pizza so. and i'll tell you Brilliant. like when i first started working with delicious vinyl through the far side stuff i went into the label years ago and there was a mock-up pizza box on their desk, like, from way back. Like, wow. they already knew that, yo, this is a direction we could go to later on. You hey. know what I mean? So, it's dope. Yeah, you got to speak it into the world, man. Manifest yeah. manifest those type of things. Yep. And and, and so, shout-out to uh, to Matt Dyke and to Craig Mack. Now, a, bit, a, a little bit of more positive news and something that I think is dope. And uh, I pay attention to this shit. Maybe a little bit too much, but um, March 24th marks the 20th anniversary of Hieroglyphics Crew's Third Eye Vision album, which to me, very seminal album for the West Coast, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, especially the independent West Coast scene. Uh, they were kind of like the West Coast Wu-Tang Clan, you know, like hella members, yeah, in a way, yeah. diverse styles, yep. you know, just really, everybody is foundationally solid and, and creative you know you yep, got yep. dell casual all, all these cats is yeah, really Hyro, dope yep. Hyro, man and there's so many tracks on that album i might play mm -hmm. one for my weather report later yeah because be it's, it's, be it's real just really hot so i'll ride around bumping that uh, i remember listening to that going to see uh the phantom menace <laughs> you know and yeah. the album didn't let me down like the movie did yeah, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. you know what i mean word word yo should we Wait, go into it when was that what's that 90 what year was that that would have been 98 20 years ago 98 wow. uh march 98 mm. which i didn't get an album when it first dropped you That's know it wasn't weird, like today i think a high road it feels like it would predate phantom menace but i guess not. oh phantom no, menace came out in 99 yeah, yeah this this particular album right along with the movie were close together. right right yeah now, phantom menace came out like a year later it just for some reason i remember riding it was like you know around yeah. summertime and the album is a very summer oh it's a california album yeah, yeah, you know yeah, it yeah, ain't yeah. no dark tracks on it like that it's well can you right. can you speak up well do you want to save it for your weather report nah, i bust it because i'm not super familiar with hieroglyphics mm. like uh you're always putting me on some west coast stuff yeah. or especially underground stuff oh shit your boy's not paying attention but uh yeah like i'm not super familiar with hieroglyphics like is this their first album as a collective as a or? crew it was their first album together but they had all been rocking i mean 93 to infinity is that's the souls of mischief which are you know members that's of the hieroglyphics crew dell yep. had already came out with about four albums before that with ice cube you know what i mean yep. it, it, so Which like is dell is ice cube's cousin, cousin. Yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean yeah did you know that dell was in the lynch mob right dell wrote dell wrote raps for ice cube and ice cube wrote raps for dell really interesting was gorillas in the mist I don't know what 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 he wrote, but you know <laughs> which tracks. Yeah, but I mean the hieroglyphics crew have been bubbling for a long time, but this was kind yeah. of their like coming out party. And on on the album to highlight them, they each mm. had like minute two minute tracks of like highlighting the MC like Casual's track is just him going right. off, Dell's track is him going off. And so yeah, you know being from the West Coast, I, I always love to give love to the West Coast underground because I think when we talk about the history of hip hop, 
and the people who originated styles and, and created a lot of the waves that are going on now mm-hmm. we love to give props to puffy for doing all his industry shit and, and, and jermaine yeah. dupree but nobody be talking about micah nine and freestyle fellowship and right. a lot of the people who were instrumental to the culture and did a lot for the culture yeah and hyro man hyro created so many like you know clones yeah. everybody want to be higher after that when they would go to the east coast they was really freestyling on the mic mm-hmm. off the head for days and right and that wave is is still crazy and something that's not uh, maybe underappreciated now yeah so. i mean it's important or, also to let them know that uh uh they're from oakland too yeah so that's yeah. that's northern california yeah. so you know compared to the la they had their own other style which was yeah. similar but it had that oakland oh, yeah. feel oakland to it so different. oakland would they be considered Bay Area music. Oh yeah, that's oh, Bay yeah, Area. Absolutely. Yeah, right, absolutely. Yeah, so they were like underground, but I feel like Oakland, the whole Bay Area, a lot of their music is underground. Yeah. Even like the major I, I, Mac I, Dre I, type E40 artists. E40 is you know, kind of E40 an underground artist by still. having hits. But they were like under the under underground. But then they also had a whole lot more commercial success during the early 90s you know what i'm yeah. saying i feel like e40 had his but they i feel like they were more popular at that time you know what i'm saying I mean, 93 till infinity classic i yeah. mean that's one of the most seminal hip-hop songs ever made like as soon and as that, that comes on everybody yeah. that listen to hip-hop know and that that first casual album too was really uh it was hard to find like i remember looking for that that on on wax that was like very sought after uh in the beginning but yeah, I remember walking in like middle. It was either middle school or high school bumping that album with the homies. Right. Like, yo, this I, joint. I remember uh, listening to the Saphir Casual Battle. Oh right. yeah. Yo. Oh oh, yo. on the Wake Up Show. Yeah, yeah I remember show. that. He yeah. called him a piss colored Gumby. <laughs> yo, man, Saphir. Saphir is actually going through a lot of things right now yeah, too. Man, he, he has is. health issues. So shout out to Saphir. Yeah, big up man. to Saphir. Saphir's first album too, uh, Boxcar Sessions. Yo, phenomenal, man. And he was on uh, Don't Be a Menace. Saphir yeah. was in that movie, Don't Be a Menace. No. He was in the movie. In the movie. He's the yeah. cu- he's, uh, cousin. What's his name? Harold. Cousin Harold. The guy that gets shot yeah. in the head in the car. Light skin oh, okay. brother. Hey, let's go to Jack ring. in the Box. Yeah. Yeah, he'll yeah. He'll, yeah. <laughs> Shout out Man. to uh, Saphir. And, and the whole Bay Area. You know, I rock for all of Cali. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, wait. You know what? Bay Area, I got to mention. And I'm going to get a lot of props. If anybody from the Bay listening to this, Father Dom. Shout out to Father Dom. He's like, the, he's that dude. Yeah? Yeah. If you talk to somebody from the Bay Area and you mention Father Dom, they'd be like, they'll give you, they'll buy you a drink. Put it that way. Hey, I'm going to have to use that. <laughs> yeah, my alcoholism starting to up. Father Dom, for Father real. Father Dom, for real. Uh, I got to check it out. All right. All right, let's get this temperature check going then. For sure. All right. Um, uh, let's start with... Um... Angel and Devil. Sure, why not? Okay. Say for instance, say that you have a hypothetical angel and a devil on your shoulder. All not, right. Not saying that the devil is an evil person that okay. does bad things, but right, 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 maybe right. that's the guy on your shoulder that the bad pushes influence. you to, right. you know, to punch somebody in the face instead okay. of trying to talk it out. Okay. Something okay. like that. Got it. <laughs> Anybody in hip hop culture, mm-hmm. who would the angel be? Who would the devil be? Who would the angel be and the devil be? Yeah. The angel would be Dilla, J Dilla, and hey. the devil. Ooh, who would the devil be? The devil would be Fat Lip. <laughs> <laughs> what up, Fat Lip? <laughs> the devil would be Fat Lip. Or you Jay Swift. Or Jay Swift. You would know personally, right? Huh? Yeah. I said you would. You wouldn't know personally, yeah, exactly, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, but yeah, but yeah. You know what? I'm, it's either Fat Lip or Jay Swift. I'm hey. gonna say both. Of them. <laughs> Shout out to Fat Lip, man. <laughs> um, okay, let let me see here. Uh, what else do we got? Uh, oh, let me. I'm, I'm looking at the wrong spot. 
Uh, how about who would narrate you in your biopic? Who would narrate uh, me? Yeah, in my you know, bio like the pick. you know, like the Morgan Freeman voice. Yeah. Then C. Brown went into the liquor store hmm. to buy a hat. Dead or alive? Anybody. James Brown. Hey. Oh, that's fire. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, the boy get on the turntables. <laughs> man, oh. shout out to James Brown, man. I love hey, you, man. The, the original. I cry MC. when that man dies. Yeah, so original. crucial. God. All right. I want to just say shout out to James Brown as well. Yeah, yeah. That, definitely. Yeah. The Godfather, Godfather of hip hop, probably. Pretty much, man. Of everything, I mean, he was a man. Everything. He was an MC. If you ask Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson, who's the greatest musician to ever live, he would say James Brown in less than five seconds. You know he, what I'm saying? And he yeah. would be right, man. Yeah. He would be right. What was the first album that you brought with your own money? The first album, The Fat Boys. I remember it was a Fat Boys album. I don't remember which one. It was definitely the one with all you could eat on there and uh, <laughs> Fat Boys are back. Like there, I don't know if that was their debut album, but yeah, that was the Fat Boys. The Fat Boys. I, I wasn't really on the Fat Boys wave. I mean, yeah. I, I saw Crush Groove and everything, <laughs> but I didn't have no Fat Boy albums. Well, you know, when you're a kid and you see something visually, like you're like, oh, I like that. You like go get it. You know what I'm saying? So I saw like Crush Groove and I was like, oh, the Fat Boys, and it just sounded like it was fun and. You know, they were like a group that liked to party, you know. So I went to the store and I was like, yo, the Fat Boys. Let me get that Fat Boys. Word. I mean, it wasn't my first album I bought with my money. But the first album I received, like, that was my own was Will Smith's. Will, uh, what's the one before Willennium? Big Willie style. <laughs> Willie style? Big Willie style, yeah. Willennium. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Hey, yo, that's, <laughs> that's a fire tracks on that scene. I'm not even <laughs> Yo, getting jiggy with it, Age, all right, man. You hear it now? It's like, all right, this is right. right. I, I'm, not, I'm not hating on this like I was in like 2000. Hey, yo, man, I never knew there was an album called Willennium. <laughs> <laughs> yo, I'm glad we know. Welcome to the Willennium. Welcome to the Willennium. Oh, hey. my God. <laughs> all right, and because because you're a turntablist, I have a few turntablist type of questions for you. Okay. Um, who would you say is the Michael Jordan of turntablism? Michael Jordan of turns craze, DJ craze. Yup. I mean, you could say like you know. I mean, of course, there's Qbert, but you know, he's craze is just all around. He is just incredible, man. Yeah. Like if you go back and look at those routines, man, from the '90s when he was just running through the DMC. Did they say he wow. could no longer perform at the DNC, DMC yeah, because he was, he was just, just killing too everybody? Good? Yeah. Did oh, they do the where? same thing to Qtip? I mean, Qbert. Say you cannot perform know. anymore. I don't Both know about that one, but yeah, Craze, DJ Craze, shout out to DJ Craze, man. He is to me, he is the ultimate man. He's just so creative with his routines. Yeah. And A Track too, like the young A Track. Yeah. Wow, he was incredible. Yeah, A Track is yeah, crazy. He's like he was so a dope, right? Yeah, like, he was a, a trendsetter. Fifteen years old when he won the DMC. Incredible crazy. man, crazy. some really dope guys. There's some new guys too, but. To me, that is like the height of the whole turntable of scene. Because they were still using vinyl, too. Yeah. And they were very creative with that. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. A lot of cats back there were just really crazy. All the executioner, all all of the Invincible oh, yeah. Scratch Pickles. There were so many cats out yep. there. Beat I remember going too. to... Oh, absolutely. Oh, oh absolutely. my God. Babu, J-Rock. In fact, yeah. I think he was playing some, some joints off of J-Rock's... Uh, Flaunt's album earlier. Oh, okay. But, but yeah, uh, what is what is the most telling demarcation of a skilled turntable is when you see somebody? What is the 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 
the most telling thing that is like that is a skilled turntablist. Timing. I think timing. 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 Knowing when to drop a record. Knowing when not to drop a record. The timing with with doubles. That's very important because. I feel like there's a lot of dope DJs that are doing doubles, but there's always that space. Like to me, I gauge somebody on that space. There's that that space of quiet. Like when you come from the left to the right, is there that space of quiet? And all the DJs, if you're a DJ, you're listening, you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? So I think timing is definitely the biggest thing. Word. For sure. And in terms of in terms of uh, being a DJ, what do you think is more important? Having a good ear for music or having a strong foundation of technique? Mm. I know this is kind of a difficult question, right? Because yeah, it's it like is. either you well, play good music or you play it well. I would just say the good music, really, because, you know, at the end of the day, you know, we're we're all we all want to be dope DJs. But at the end of the day. We're playing music for other people. You know what I'm saying? For like the, For the crowd. It's our responsibility not to, like, we're watching a crowd. It, every situation is different. You know what I'm saying? But when you're a guest DJ and you're, like, from out of town and you're going to DJ, it's your duty to respect that crowd by showing them a good time. You know what I'm saying? So if all you have are skills but you don't have the music right. to give these people a good time then you're losing you know what i'm saying it, it don't matter if you throw the illest if craze was to just do a dmc set in front of a crowd that's trying to <laughs> right, dance at right, the wedding right, right, <laughs> like right. yo this wedding yeah, is exactly <laughs> and yeah, like right. yo like with through music you could do anything it's incredible because like i dj every saturday i got a residency in la and like I'll give you an example Sometime I'll look at the crowd I'm always watching the crowd And there could be annoying people in the crowd People coming to the booth Can you play this? Can you play that? Can mm -hmm. you play this? Can you play that? Alright, cool, all good It could be a dude that's been bothering me all night It gets about that 1 o'clock hour, 1.15 He's trying to turn up And he's trying to really seal the deal with a female Or do whatever I might play no scrubs on him Hey. I might throw that yeah. TLC no scrubs on him, yeah. and the girl that he was having a good time with, she starts thinking about that. She like, starts see, she start looking he at got him. Got the dirty start, Air Force Ones right, on. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> and she's like, if you live at home with your mama, I'm talking to you. And then yeah. she she stopped dancing yeah, with him. Yeah. So this is how I could use music as my power tool, and I could start hating on the crowd if I want to. I could do whatever I want to yeah. you with this music. And that's because of the music, you know what I'm saying? Nothing Work. else, no doubt. Uh, here goes. Here to go. Late. Do you have any temperature check questions, man? Yeah, we usually ask like a a duo or trio question, like okay, hip hop groups. But I want to kind of flip it a little bit. Who's your favorite rapper DJ duo, and your favorite trio? With the DJ included in it, so for example, like uh, like three Eric B and Rakim would be a DJ and a rapper, okay, exactly, the and then Run DMC like the seminal e EPMD and DJ Trio Scratch. Well, Y'all right? just gave me my two. Oh, yeah. just, I'm just playing. No, I'm gonna say Gangstar. Gangstar hey. for sure is definitely my favorite one-two combo. Word. Uh, on the three, the three three MCs and one DJ? Man. Or two MCs, two MCs and one, two one MCs DJ. and one DJ. Or I, I guess a group. Okay, a group. A group. Multiple MCs and a DJ. Yeah. Multiple so like the MCs. Beastie Boys would fit yeah. the criteria. <laughs> Once again. My bad. 
let me think about this. Uh, give me a one second. Uh, 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 while, while you're thinking, yeah, let me yeah, just yeah, say yeah. that uh, speaking of Gangstar, the new Prime album, Royce the Five Nine, yep. with DJ Premier, is dropping. Next Soonish week, or probably, yeah, yeah, I think at the end mm-hmm. of the at, like by the time this comes out, maybe you know, albums drop on Fridays now, so yeah, yeah, but that I've heard it and it sounds quality, it sounds dope, yeah, okay. Cool. I mean, I haven't heard the album, I've heard I was about songs. To say, you heard the album, yo, I, yo, I was just talking to Premier <laughs> earlier this morning, was like, nah, uh, I heard, he was I heard a Na- few tracks. he was on Napster, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got it, I got the leak. Okay, uh, but, uh, but yeah, I don't know, man. I would probably say uh, the Beastie Boys, you know, on that other question, just because they're fun. Like when people go to their show, they have a lot of fun. If you look at the people's faces, they're like engaged, they're having fun. Mixed Master Mike is so dope, like you know. So, yeah. you know, Beastie Boys, yeah. All right, here goes some. Um, here goes some uh, either or questions. Like, you just, okay, not saying that you don't like the other artists, but mm-hmm. who do you prefer? Okay. Uh, DJ Quick yeah. or Mad Lib? Mad Lib. All day. Tupac or Cube? Yeah. Ice Cube. E40 or the game? Yeah. E40. Mm-hmm. I like the game too, though, but it's just E40. Yeah. He's been in the game so long. Like, you have to respect that, man. I'm yeah. going with E40. I would have went with E40 as well. Yeah, Even 41. though the game got a strong catalog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this one's a little funny to me because whatever, but mm-hmm. Kobe or Mike? Kobe, man. <laughs> no on, doubt. Man. Hey, <laughs> Lakers fans for life. I yeah. remember going. I remember going to the Great Western Forum. Mm-hmm. You know, when I was a kid, before they painted it red, right. you pay nine dollars go see a Lakers game. Yo, yeah, that was on that. The chain. Yeah, that was God. That I, when did they move to the Staples Center? I don't even know. I don't know, but, but I was 90s, mad I was, as hell though. Right? <laughs> I was like, they moved yeah. to what? Yeah, because I mean, I told you my my aunt, my aunt Anne and Uncle Bud, they stay right in Inglewood, so we would just drive straight down Manchester and be like, "Oh, right, nah. right, right." You yeah. know, they rebuilding Inglewood right now. I hear it's being they building a stadium over there. Yeah, it's crazy. There's right a lot now. of gentrifi- gentrification going on over yeah, there. Yeah, LA Anderson. is ridiculous. Wow. I, I mean. When I was out there, like, uh, I got my shoes stolen at the Inglewood public pool and shit. You know what I mean? I came out, my conference is gone. I had to walk home a hella blocks, barefooted, you know? Right. But yeah, yeah. Hey, but that was Inglewood. That's what you you had to go through. It was scary to go to the Magic Johnson movie theater. (laughs) Right. I'm trying to watch Curly Sue in it. You know what I mean? Remember Chris Rock said, you can't go watch a movie. They shoot at the screen. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. (laughs) Hey, yo, you know what? Real quick, though, speaking of L.A., while I'm thinking about it, or not even speaking of LA I just wanted to make sure have y'all checked out that uh, uh, Be Kool-Aid uh, EP Be Kool-Aid nah I'm not Who familiar with it yeah y'all need to check that out who is be, that Be Kool-Aid that's the group yeah okay just check that out they just, West Coast um, you know I, I don't know where they from though to be honest but I know they got some things going on they are gonna be performing in LA uh, playing their debut show in LA uh, I know House Shoes got something to do oh, with okay, it bet. not with the group but with that show but no, they got some fire though. You need Word. to check it out. Be cool. We've been pretty sure. West Coast heavy, actually. Like even before we knew we were gonna be talking to you. Uh, yeah. Are you gonna talk about that group, the four Which kids group? for oh, your weather report? Villain Park. Uh, not them, but they're dope. Yeah, oh, Villain Park. Oh, uh, nah, probably not. Uh, Sob. Uh, Sob. Rba. Uh, RBA? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sob. On, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I might. See, I don't. I haven't right. figured out my weather report yet. I was going okay, to see yeah, where it yeah, goes. But yeah, maybe. But their album's hot. They got that T Grizzly flow. Yo, those those young men are doing it, and I believe yeah. them when they say they' about to shoot somebody in the right, face. Right, right. <laughs> you know I mean, right, I love that right, authenticity. Like, yeah, yeah, when I listen to it, it's not like Rick Ross when it's like, oh, he's doing a movie. You right, know, what I mean? he's, right, he's the right. actor in the movie. When I listen to those boys, I'm like, yo, somebody make sure these kids right, stay out of right, trouble. Right, right, you know right, right. I mean? Exactly. So, Call that boy, Mama. Right. <laughs> 
With that said, yo, Mega Late Show, episode 27, with the illustrious guest that we have today, DJ Extraordinaire, DJ <laughs> C. Brown. For sure. Second break. You know, I used to write C, C E E, graffiti when I was in high school. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't very good, but C Brown, y'all. That was good timing. Yeah, one, two, one, two. It's your man, DJ C Brown. Right now, you're checking out the Mega Late Show. Turn it up. Yo, welcome back to the Mega Late Show, episode 27, with the talented and very dope DJ, DJ C. Brown. We're about to get into the weather report right now, where we tell y'all a little bit about a track that we want to talk about and things of that nature. So, let's go ahead and get right into it. I think we're going to start with with your choice, okay. C. Brown. Passing me by? Yeah, passing me by. <laughs> West and Coast Classic. I've, I've never heard this before. <laughs> never heard this before, and I don't think our listeners have either, so let's go into it. Yeah. There it is. Hey. One of the greatest love songs. Hip hop love songs. One of the greatest love songs. <laughs> yeah, we did a episode about hip hop love songs recently. We talked about oh, this. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. It was in both of our top fives all time hip hop love mm, songs, man. Yeah. And the, sure. the remix, the, the remix of it is dope too. Oh, the one, one of the pie the flyest pie remix. Yeah. And I love that because they um, it's not like a remix where they just took the vocal stems and put them over another beat. Yeah. They re recorded the vocals and they did a different yeah, yeah, sing song yeah, yeah. style. And it's just really dope, man. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, the reason I even chose this track is just because, like, this track kind of changed my life a lot. Because it was like, through them doing work on this track allowed them to become who they are, then them becoming who they are allowed me to start working with them. You know what I'm saying? These are your they homies. were your Craig Mack, almost. Yeah, a little bit, <laughs> uh, I suppose, yeah. I mean, you know, I toured a lot with the Far Side, so... You know, are these are these are were these your homies before you toured with them or? No, they weren't. Like I grew up uh, a huge Farside fan. Like you know, me and my homies in high school, we would like smoke weed and listen to Farside. You it's know, all what right, saying? yeah. So uh, <clears throat> years later, how I even got hooked up with them, I was watching that Spike Jones uh, documentary. What What's oh. up, Fat Lip? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. It, it came out. What's I, up, I'm, I'm not sure if that's the name of it, but yeah. it came out when he made that album. That was like the yeah. documentary part of it. So right? I didn't know all of that. Uh, so my homie was like, "Yo, after work, you got to come to the crib." So I go to his house and he showed me that movie, and that movie had a different effect on me. It made me mad. Like the movie was like, "Yo, what the fuck?" I was like, first of all, I was like, "Yo, who are these white boys trying to make Fat Lip look like a crackhead?" Mm-hmm. So I was, that made me upset because I was like a fan. Like, yeah, you know, I held these cats kind of like close to my heart low-key pause right. you know what i'm saying yeah. so literally that next week or the same week i was djing on sunset at this little ass bar who's standing right next to me fat lip i'm like what i'm like yo dog after my dj set i gotta talk to you so uh after my set i used to be involved with a rap group called gershwin blx so we toured all over Europe. We toured all over. We didn't tour Japan, but we been to Japan, like just on some like, yo, buy tickets and let's go. And uh, in a lot of ways, we're like, uh, we're like a our future. But yeah, so I was involved with a rap group. You know, we had connections to promoters. We were already touring. So I was like, yo, Lip, man, I would love for you to start working with us. We could put you on the road. We could get you some money, X, Y, and Z. 
whatever. So we did some shows, did some tours. Years later, I started DJing for them. Then I started DJing for Farside. I did uh, the Rock the Bells tour with the all four members in 2008. The reunion. The, the reunion. reunion tour? Yeah. And actually, before that, me and Lip, we was uh, touring on the road, and we did a show with Trey. We were on the same show with Slim Kid Trey. Oh, where, oh no. It was before that. I was touring with this guy, Pigeon John. And oh, shout we, out to Pigeon John. Yeah, so Absolutely. I was, we were in Austin, Texas, and I was like, oh, Slim Kid Trey. And he was like, yo, what's your name? And I was like, C. Brown. He was like, oh, you be touring with Fat Lip. And I was hey. like, yeah. And then I was like, yo, we should do. And then he was like, yeah, man, we should do something together. And then that's when me, Fat Lip, and Slim Kid Trey started touring. And we so came. you were their DJ also for Yeah, I was their tour. DJ wow. for okay, uh, Fat Lip and Slim Kid Trey. Then we did Europe. And then we did a bunch of tours in Europe. We did Japan. And then they did the reunion tour of the album, and that was that. Yeah. So that's why this song is like, you know, at the end of the day, I had a lot of respect for them in the beginning, but now I have even more respect for them because, you know, yeah. if they didn't create this song, I probably wouldn't be, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, a lot of things happen because of this, you know what I'm saying? This is my first introduction to to, yeah. to them as well, the, through this track, you know? This yeah. was a track that would get play on Absolutely. BET, uh, you know, Old Rap City and The Box. Yeah, or the yeah, box. yeah, The Box, <laughs> yeah. The Box. Um, so, yeah, man. I mean, and, and even outside of your experiences, it's kind of like one of the first self-deprecating love songs that's ever oh, yeah, come out. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, for sure. What a crazy approach, and you can only expect that from the far side, who, you know, they, they came out pretty early for West yeah. Coast, you know, this style of hip-hop, and... Uh, absolutely influential, man. Absolutely yeah. influential. Just crazy group, and they deserve a lot more respect, I think. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Another funny thing about this track too is that now I know a little bit of the backstory on it, how it was made. There's multiple samples. There's like there. You already heard like three different samples Probably, from right? different records. Uh, the guy. There was a guy named. Uh, 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 Reggie, Red, uh, what was his name? Reggie Andrews, I believe. Uh, he was a music teacher at Jordan High and uh, Watts, and he had a studio where these guys all met. But he had all these records there, and they sampled the records that he had at his crib. Mm. So it's like all of this stuff is kind of like destiny. You right. know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it was supposed to happen. You the know? far side, they weren't even they weren't even a, a rap group at first. They were a dance. They crew. were dancers. They were yeah. a dance crew. And they were just that. like, yo, let's rap. Right. <laughs> and then they were just happened to be all dope. So. Yeah. And also, Lip Lip told me that I feel like Lip told me this. I may be tripping. I may not. But he almost didn't save the song too like like oh, he was they like almost at lost the, it? yeah because like they had the track and it was in the studio like i guess for a couple days they were listening to it over like yo 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 and then lip was like everybody was gone and it was just him <laughs> what he almost Ooh. erased the dad or something like yeah. turn it off or oh, some shit. shit but then but what was crazy about it too is i think the original song was time keeps on passing me by um. And Booty Brown was like, he told Lip, like, yo, what if he said she keeps on passing me by? So there's, like, all types of dope backstory That's on this crazy. track. Yeah. Like, yeah, this track is a West Coast classic, yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's yo, funny. I know these are the homies, but uh, what's your favorite verse on this track? Uh, 
It's either out of Trey or Fat Lip. Uh, but then, I'm, nah, I don't have a favorite verse. There is no favorite verse. Because Booty Brown, the way he set it off, too. In my younger days, I used to sport a shag. You know what I'm saying? When, like, I, when I hear that, I always get a little bit of the, like, the goosebumps. Definitely. Yeah, sure. Definitely. Like, hey, yeah. All of them come so hard. Yeah, yeah, nah, you can't have a favorite. You know what I'm saying? You may not. Yeah, all of that. All of them kill it. But then what's interesting, too, is Ahmad, too, he did Back in the Day. And it, it, it has a similar feel, right. too. And that's why I love that track so much, too, because it also reminds me of this one a little bit as well. Yeah, that era. Yeah, that era, yeah. I've been listening to Back in the Day for a whole minute. I'm going to listen to that after this. Yeah, now nah, you need to listen to that. Yeah, Ahmad, that's a Ahmad, classic. Ahmad Shout used to be at The Good Life. He used to be, yep. he used to be you know, Project Blowcat. Yep. Him and Skilo. Which I could never go to. I couldn't, yeah. I, I grew up in uh, View Park, right above Lamert Park. And I could never go. Like, my parents were so strict. Oh. And the one time I went, I went to The Good Life, but after they left, uh, well, I went to Project Blow after they moved from The Good Life, and I snuck out of my window, right? It was an AC Alone video shoot for All Balls Don't Bounce, right? So I'm like there. I'm like, hell yeah, I'm at LaMert. Like, all the homies there, everybody turning up and shit. I go back home. I sneak back in the window. My mom was sleeping in my bed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was funny. It was funny. But Things yeah. We used to do it as like teenagers trying to listen to hip hop, man. Yeah, for sure. For, for sure. But yeah, I, I, I didn't mean to ramble on. No, 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 no. That's exactly what this. That's exactly what this segment is for. I mean, people know passing me by, but they yeah. didn't know your experience with it or your thoughts on it. And I didn't know a lot of the things you told me about the track either. So, yeah. bet. great choice, man. Great choice. Word up. You want to go into uh into your weather report late? Yeah. I, I was gonna have a weather report, but we don't want to keep you too long. See, oh, you it's know, all good. But I will say that that SOB RBE album yeah. is hype. It's, it's, it's just, yeah, man. I mean, it's so Bay Area to me. Yeah. It's so Bay Area to me. Ooh. Like the production choices, it, they're not going for any of the the pop hip hop sensibility. Their rhyme style is not pop hip hop sensibility. Right. The beat choices are not synthy pop. You know, they're using weird disco samples and, yeah, yeah, and yeah, turning yeah, them yeah. up you and speed. Yo, it's, it's That's just. That's that Bay Area, yeah. man. They got a whole Woo, different. Shout out to the Bay. It's, it's like in the tradition of, you know, Mac Dre just yeah, yeah. rapping on his cell phone or rapping on the phone from jail to make an album. Right, this is right. hard, man. Wow. Speaking of uh, young uh, Cali Cats, you mentioned Villain Park earlier. Yeah, yeah, Villain Park, yeah. Have you worked with them or do you I know haven't. Them at all? I haven't. I don't know them and I haven't worked on them, but I've been watching them. I've been. Mega, really, do you know these dudes? I've been, Not familiar. I've been waiting for them to drop some stuff. Like I know they just dropped a joint, but it's been we've been waiting too long. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I like the a, first project. It was yeah, pretty good. They're they uh, a, they're one of somebody in the group is somebody from People Under the Stairs. Oh, kids. am I oh, wrong on that? That really? might be fake news. That That's, might be fake news. You know what? Somebody that, is somebody's kid. You, I feel like. Wow. Huh. Yeah, really? I'm not exactly yeah. sure on that. People yeah. dope too. Okay, now nah, that that makes a lot of sense actually. Wait. Now that you say that, because even yeah, they hold swag and everything. Y'all ever heard of Overdose? Yes. That's no. another group too, man. West they, Coast? I've heard yeah. the name, but I'm not familiar. Well, they from they from LA, and that's another group that I wish they would just really drop an album. You know, they they drop some projects, but yeah, they they're really dope. They're really dope. Yo, Cali's killing it right now. Yo. DJ C. Brown is putting me on to a lot of music today, man. <laughs> Who's talking during the break? Putting me on to music, too. So I got a lot of homework to do after this. Straight Good looking. Work. What do you got, late? Chunky snare. Oh, 
This is that uh, DJ Quick and Problem album. Mm. Rosecrans. Oh, okay. Yeah. The oh, yeah, song I is did, called uh, Badass. Mm-hmm. It's got Boogie, Dom Kennedy, and Bad Luck off the line. Oh, okay. Fire. The whole project is crazy. You can speak into the mic. Yeah. No. I think. I think. I think what she wanted me to tell you. I think uh, to also look out for Polyester the Saint too. American Muscle 5.0 is out right now. You ever yeah. heard of Polyester? Sorry, can you say that again? Polyester the Saint. He's an artist from LA. No, not for me. Okay. Well, he he produced a lot of stuff with uh. He produced a lot of stuff with Dom Kennedy in the beginning. Like he did. What, what was that joint? Dom's like first. Real single that everybody was on. Uh me know what I would Okay. Well anyhow, he he works with a lot of West Coast artists like Polyester the Saint. He's kinda like the West uh the West kept secret. Hey that should be the title of the show. For real, for real. Now but shout out Polyester the Saint, new album American Muscle out 5.0 right now. Yeah, I have to, yeah, I gotta when I'm editing too, the episode, I'm just going to be taking notes of every album that he's told me mm-hmm. about. It's so a word, man. And G Perico, too. He doing it, too. G oh, yeah. Perico. Yeah, he dope, too. Yeah, yeah. he doing his he thing. He had an album drop last year, too, that I Yeah, yeah, to yeah. Like he him. just got But Polly, he's on that album, too. He's on that album. You know, I feel like there's a resurgence in the West Coast hip-hop scene, man. Right now, the West Coast is really killing it. And, I mean, of course, there's cats on the forefront, like TDE. You know what yep, I mean? Everybody's yep, talking about yep, TDE, yep. but... Uh, independent cat like Nipsey. Nipsey's yep. album just dropped. What Nipsey's been doing in hip hop and for Los Angeles, you know, rap culture. Yeah, man, it, it, it's phenomenal. And so, yeah, I, I really, I really fuck with it. And it's cool to hear. I mean, MC8 came out with an album last year, I think, with DJ Premier. Yeah, that yep. shit was too. Yep. And I mean, this <laughs> right here. Yeah, I think it's it's something like that. But um, like DJ Quick got another joint come out. And and in my opinion, man, DJ Quick is one of the least heralded great producers yeah. like a lot of people don't put him in the conversation when they talk about you know 10 20 best producers right, of all time right, right. but dj quick been behind a lot of shit he's been doing a lot like a lot of things that people are like oh dre's dope yeah. and that's that's quick yeah, behind yeah. Him. you know what i, I mean, mean quick is just crazy well this just, album is so lush it's yeah. crazy yeah. every track on here is just he's super it's hard, banging man. it's banging he's yeah phenomenal. well the thing is to know that a lot of west coast producers they do recognize quick like we did a uh, a beat show case to honor DJ Quick. Uh, Day One had a lot to do with that and a lot of the uh, industry producers in the West Coast. So, you know, they do recognize him, but he just doesn't get like that public it's, it's the, it's the other, It's the other yeah. parts. You know, everybody in Cali is rocking with DJ Quick, yeah. but like it's the other regions that right, just don't really right, know. Right, 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 you know right. But that's how it is on the West Coast with so many things. Cats yeah. don't know about Project Blow and, and the Good Life Cafe and, right. you know, Hieroglyphics Crew and, and, you know, what they're doing in the Bay. A lot of cats just don't know about that. Yeah, for sure. Our scene's very regional. For yeah. a long time, we was it was quiet for us. Yeah. And now that's why I love it. We kind of have a resurgence going, man. Mm-hmm. YG, G, Preco, yeah. everybody. Like I was saying before, I'm from Atlanta. So mm-hmm. I came up on Southern shit and originally Southern shit and Tupac. Yeah. Then I expanded to like some New York shit. And of course, I picked up the big West Coast stuff like Snoop right. and Dre and all that other right, stuff. Right, right. And as I became more knowledgeable in hip-hop, I got into more stuff. But there's still like a a lot of gaps in yeah. shit like uh, hanging out with Mega. I'm like, oh, what's that? What's that yeah, again? Yeah, what was that album you were talking about? 
I need to go back and check some of that stuff. I'll be, I shouting out the West Coast all the time. One of the members of our show, Keen, he submit a lot of the footage from the Good Life to Ava Duvernay for for the Good Life documentary. Oh wow, that's our guy. He's out here in Tokyo. He's the redesigner our logo and everything. It's the homie, and he's got crazy. What what you said you were at like AC alone all balls don't bounce video shoot. He might have been there. He got release party footage from everything. Man, went home for like two or three months to convert all his video. Oh wow, yeah, a portion of. He posts him on, on Facebook, but he's not really a social media, uh, not Facebook, on YouTube, but he's not a social media guy. He's, yeah. You know, he's an artist type. He's behind the scenes. But, man, I met that dude at a low uh, low end theory Japan uh, show. Oh, event, and yeah. we, we was in the bathroom and some and some guys was having a conversation. And then I brought up like radio inactive. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, or, or some West Coast shit. And he's like, what? Yeah. Immediately we clicked up, man. And, yeah. And, since since we clicked up, I, every every week I'm always telling late some shit about the West Coast yeah. underground. Like, yo, Micah Nine, yeah. Freestyle Fellowships on the Wrinkle in Time soundtrack right now. Right. Every you week. know how crazy that is. Like for, right. for me, who grew up saying that that's one of the best songs of all time, for it right. to be on that. You know what else is crazy is uh you may not know this but I know Raha know uh, the Madman's uh, theme song. You know that was an AC Alone track. Uh, off of uh, Magnificent City, yeah. uh, the fucking RJD2 <laughs> shit. That's crazy, yeah. right? When I heard it, I was like, yo, yo, AC Long <laughs> right, about to right, get right, on right, Mad right, man, right, man, right, man. Right, yeah, right, 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 right. That's that, dope, that be, though. Yeah. That's dope, right? Yeah, facts, man. I For hope that to be such a big that. thing, you yeah. know what I mean? Hey. hey, yo, you heard of the Elements documentary that's coming out? No. DJ Bond, shot DJ Bond. So there was a party called Elements in LA. It was every Sunday, and there would be a, uh, a MC battle. I heard of it. You heard of it? Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, yeah, I've heard of it. Um, I think there's old Element flyers on like artcrimes.com oh, okay, or some okay, shit, okay. like old school joints. But yeah, there's so a they're working on, yeah, they're working on a documentary that, right now. Check yeah. that out, man. Yeah, so, yeah, there was a lot of dope battles that went on back in the day right, in LA. Yeah. LA was so, I mean, who would have thought that in. In the midst of all this gangster culture that was being like spoken about on the news mm-hmm. and the East Coast, West Coast wars, who would have thought that during that time there was an avant-garde, progressive art scene thriving in, on fucking Crenshaw, you know what yeah. I mean? And it came out of just fucking that area in exposition, just talking and getting the thoughts out and being original. The West Coast don't get enough love for that shit. Yeah, nah. We don't get enough love for that shit. So uh, I'm always going to... I love when we get a West Coast cat on here because I'm always going to go, hey, now it's time to talk about High Road. Now it's time to talk about (laughs) everything. So we're... That that said, should we get into uh, the the conversation section of the podcast, man, where we just ask you a little bit about yourself and uh, get, get get to know you, you know, for things outside of... You know, just just to challenge some of your thoughts and things of that nature. Um, you you mentioned earlier that you started DJing in like '95. Yeah, '95. And uh, what made you want to what made you want to DJ? Uh, well, I always wanted to DJ. I had a cousin that was a DJ when I was a kid, kid. But then probably Juice really made me want to DJ. You know what I'm saying? Like that was the, that's what pushed me <laughs> over the edge. Yeah, like, yeah, you know? I know. Yeah. But then there was other little things like I used to buy mixtapes a lot. Like, when I was really young, like, I lived half my life. We used to live in the projects in East L.A., so I could never go outside. I could only look out my window because it was a dangerous neighborhood. My family was very protective over me. Uh, So I would only be able to sit in my room, look out the window, and listen to music. 
So like some of the first hip hop I heard was out of my window. Like the first time I heard Boys in the Hood was out of my window. Like, you know, you live in the projects, it's just like there's stuff going on everywhere. You hear things and you see things. So some of the first stuff I heard was out of my window. I heard like Pac Jam, like all the electro stuff people was breaking to, uh Egyptian lover, you know, and then I heard Boys in the Hood when they start slowing down the music. So that's what got me into it. That's what got me interested in DJing. So yeah. 95, you must have been like how old at this time? I was uh, 17. 17? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, you're a couple years older than me. That makes yep. sense, man. What, what's your ethnic background, man? I see you had a big ass Afro and shit. Are you Afro Latino? Yeah, yeah Afro Latino, exactly. Okay. So uh, I'm black and Salvadoran. Blackadoran. Okay. Uh, I never met my uh, Latino roots, though. So I strictly grew up with my black side. Uh, like I said, my family we grew up in Boyle Heights. Uh, so we're there was a lot of black people there though, but it was a mainly Latino project, Lat- Latin area. So that, I like you know, I like that black Adorian. <laughs> yeah, black. <laughs> I got a little. Um, uh, what, are, what are you? Fill a Negro, Nigapino, <laughs> you know, some shit like that. Right, right. But I'm also my dad is a black Seminole. He's a Native American oh, black. Okay. Dude, so I mean, I usually just omit that for the sake of having Nigapino as my right, you know, right, right, right. Negro. Again, I couldn't tell. You mm-hmm. know, on the West Coast, you might be Mexican. You might be some type of anything else. On the yeah, West yeah, Coast, yeah. there's this. But I know she's not by the way she said white man. <laughs> Just the way that rolled off her tongue, white. I was like, yeah. 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 yeah, I'm Persian yeah. for the record. You're Persian? Persian? Yeah, that was gonna I was gonna be my guest, but you never know. Like yeah. we have we have a homegirl, uh, Miss Inglewood, and I mm-hmm. thought she was, you know, I thought she was Mexican, but she's Ecuadorian. I, I forget where she's from. Something Salvadorian, like I don't know. You, Central you never America. Can tell. Yeah, Central you, America. you can never you can never really tell with a lot of West Coast cats. But mm-hmm. um so did you ever compete in the DMC? No, I didn't. Uh, And it's kind of something I wish I did. I just, uh, I don't know. I just kind of never really got to that level, I feel. Like, I've I've always kind of toyed with it. You know what I mean? Like, I get there. Like, all of my homies, they're, like, the best DJs ever. Like, DJ Manuel, IQ, like, all these really dope, dope cats. And I kind of hang out with them. and be like, oh, yeah, yeah. And I keep it up with them. But I never did the competition just just because I don't know. I've always either been working or traveling and, and I just know the amount of work it takes to yeah. get to that level. Well, you know I, what I, mean? I asked because I've seen I've seen some videos on you mm-hmm. and your sets, man, and you yeah. seem right up there. But at the same time, you're not. I, I went to a DMC like maybe two or three years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Completely different vibe than yeah, what I remember. They're vibe, not they're yeah. not playing breaks. All yeah, of it is yeah, like yeah, yeah. it just seems faster like yeah, you know faster. they don't gotta they don't gotta pull the record off and then toss it to the side and grab another yeah, one yeah, they just yeah, hitting yeah. the switch buttons and, right and right, really right, right, killing right. it with some phenomenal like technically sound shit but right a lot of it's like yo i'm not really into this dubstep yeah it's, juggle not, that you it's got just going. not fun it's yeah. not fun you know what i mean like that's and that's it again fun like yeah. i'm always i want to have a good time i don't want to feel stressed out over the technical aspect of yeah. what i'm doing with dj so yeah what what are your what are your thoughts on the state of djing like when i say dj i don't mm-hmm. mean like like a house dj that plays house music. i'm talking about yeah, like yeah, yeah. hip-hop djing the along state of DJ. and i and yeah. i mean like including turntablism and yeah, yeah, yeah. you like what you do what do you how do you feel about the state of the our culture in 2018 uh the state of djing i feel like uh i feel like it's getting a little boring like to be honest uh and it's not me it's not the djs it's the people like like you know again like when you go out to a club the people have to allow the dj to dj you know what i'm saying like yo don't go out with the intention like yo 
Like, yeah, if it's a hot song, like, let's say, like, when Panda dropped, that was a hot song. Yeah, drop Panda. You know what I'm saying? But, like, don't don't cling on to the DJ to play every song you want to hear. Right. Just Check go out to your the party. Spotify algorithm yeah, for that yeah, shit. like, yo, yeah. Like, if you want to listen to that, go home and listen to it. But, like, go to the party with the intention of, you know, anything could happen. I'm going to go, I'm going to meet a girl. I'm going to see the homie. We're going to have a shot. Like, like, get off the DJ's back. You know what I'm saying? I, I Let the DJ to, DJ, man. Uh, I mean, uh, Layden and I had a conversation about this. Like, when, when I grew up, it was like a faux pas to ask the DJ to play something. Yeah. You don't be like, yo, yo, play, play. I mean, if it's your home, you're like, yo, drop that, man. Drop right, that. Right, but, right, right, like, right. Like, if you just a person going up, you're like, play Panda, play Cardi right. B. That was a faux pas to do. Yeah. Now, in some cases, it's cool to do that or whatever. Yeah, right, but, right, right. But we, we just weren't allowed to do that. I remember I used to just go and I didn't have any requests for the DJ because yeah. a lot of times I was like, yo, what is he playing? And right. the faux pas I was doing was like, yo, what was that? Please tell right, me what that right, is. Right, is that right, like, right. who Masakala? What is that? Right. And I mean, even back in the day, that used to be kind of a faux pas as well. Yeah. So, well, do, see, are those the, rules the, that you kind of live well, by? Like, would, you don't want to tell your your deep cuts, your records and shit mm, like that? No, I mean, uh, yeah, 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 <laughs> definitely. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm the type of cat, if I see somebody over my shoulder, I just might hit the, the, the desktop button on my screen like yo man stop looking on my shoulder you know what i'm saying just ask me like yo if you the homie like yo what was that track i'll easily tell you but don't be like creeping on me but uh i was just gonna say like yeah people need to need to let the dj dj and be open to new sounds especially people in la like man stop you know what i'm saying like because when you go overseas to like europe or something they just like you're like yo the dj is djing let them dj you know what i mean and that's the problem when when you have so many djs that's where it's just like kind of weird because back in the day, you're like, yo, this cat is up there DJing for a reason. He's up there for a reason. Let him do his job. You know what well, I mean? That's interesting because I've been out of America for seven, going on seven years now. Mega, you've been gone for a minute, right? Almost seven, yeah, almost seven. Not really familiar with the scene right now, how it is. We didn't even have Uber when I was, cutter. you know what I mean? Uber wasn't popping when I was yeah. in, in, in America, living in America last time. Yeah. So it's like different, man. But I've never really been into the club scene too much. If I'm gonna go to it, I'll go to a jam. It's not like right. I'm not expecting to hear the popular, you know, popular right, music right. there. Or if I go to a lounge, I'm yeah, do your thing. Like I, right. I don't need to tell you to play. But see, that's the other shit, thing so. too. Like even at the spots, like let's say you have, I don't know, a club. Like yo, Pete Rock is playing. Yo, Madlib is playing. The people will sit there and they'll watch the DJ. Like I'm like, cool, you could watch, but like, go, go talk to a girl, go, go like dance or go like buy some drinks. Like, don't sit here and watch me. It's just the feeling, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just like and, and people just need to have fun. You I know? see, I see it all the time, man. And it's always been weird since the cell phones came out. You go to a show, and instead of people like experiencing the show, be it by dancing or even the spectacle of somebody playing live beats. Instead of watching it, they mediate the experience through their cell phone. They mm. gotta, they gotta Snapchat it. They gotta do all this oh, and that, right. and, and the experience becomes more about them showing that they're they're at the experience right. and them having the experience and, and being kind of in the moment. And that's yeah, just some weird really stuff. weird to me, man. <laughs> you know, I might pull out my phone sometime, and be like, "All right, this old sweatshirt shit." Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But I'm I'm there For to the most be a part, part of it. Yeah, you know what exactly. I mean? Like, it, it's a whole different culture now, and th- these kids, like sixteen year olds, when they hit the club in two years, all they know is mediating their experiences yeah. through the phone so it's just different man it's interesting hella different o- outside of um outside of you know your djing i know mm. it's brought you all over the world what uh well not the experience djing in places mm. but what are some of the places that you love to to visit and experience the culture and, and see mm. 
places I love to visit Japan. Hey, you know, I'm out here doing yeah, it right now. Tokyo. Japan. Yo, uh, I want to give a quick shout out to the homegirl Daisha for hooking this up. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, man. Absolutely. I've met her. But thank you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I've only met her a few times, but ever since the first time, it's just all been love. And every time I see her after that, it's just like, oh. I think we're gonna have yeah. her on the podcast soon. If we, yeah, she we said she's coming time. back out soon. So yeah, yeah that'll be a really shout good out to her, man. Shout out to Daisha. Um, so you got Japan. <laughs> Yeah, so I got Japan, New York City, of course, New York, uh, Belgium. I used to live in Belgium oh, briefly shit. for oh, wow. a minute. Yeah, I got a lot of good DJ friends out there. Actually, one of my homies I started DJing from is from Belgium, so I got a lot of good influence from Ghent. Uh, a lot of dope DJs, people that respect the music, respect the art. You know, so yeah, those, those will be my three: New York, Japan, Belgium. Yo, what man. about um, outside what of deep? Can I, oh can yeah, I say, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, Belgium up? is like a real low key good pick, man. Yeah, I've right. Had some good times in Belgium. Yeah, it's dope, right? Yeah, it's yeah. a good spot. I've never spot. been there. I had never been to Belgium, but I hear you know in Europe, man, the hip hop scene is much different than in the states. They still give a lot of love to. Jay Rude the Damages oh, still yeah. touring out there, you know yeah. what I mean? And, and well, see, that's the thing. With, they respect the, so the older culture. With the with the far side, you know, they turn into Bizarre Ride. We just <laughs> we did a 20 year anniversary tour. Now it's up to 25, and they're still touring right now. Man, <laughs> so crazy. actually, if you're in Europe, they're touring right now overseas in Europe. Uh, right. My man Manuel, DJ Manuel, is holding them down on that. And uh, yeah, they're still going. Super dope. And I, I feel like it might keep going to like the thirty year. It is hey just, man, <laughs> I would I, if they came out here, I would definitely go check them out. I've never oh, seen no, the first time perform. Oh no, they're gonna yeah, be coming out here. Out. They're gonna be coming out here. Let for us sure. been here for a few sure. Times. They're gonna be yeah. coming Hopefully out. Hopefully, you come with them, man. Get us back. I was here. At the, I was here at the last one. I think it was like twenty thirteen. Okay. Yeah, I was here at the last one, but who knows? I'll probably be back. Yeah, I would love. I would love to check them out and see them perform, man. Legends. Speaking of performing with the. Or touring the Rock the Bells tour. Yeah. Did you get to interact with any of the other artists on the tour often? Oh, yeah. Uh, Red Man, Method Man, uh, De La Soul. Red Man and Method Man are my angel and my yeah, devils yeah, on my that's shoulders. Like, oh, yeah, you know what? You know that I mean? that would have been yeah, great, yeah, man. So but I'm yeah, good. I remember we was in Canada. And for some reason, because uh, Rock the Bells, it was only on the weekend. So we would fly back to L.A. Monday through Thursday, then go back out on the road. So when I when I was in L.A., I was like, yo, you know what? I'm going to grab a gang of Swisher Sweets. So I just happened to have like, like 10, 15 boxes of them, right? So we was in Canada, and some dude had a pillowcase full of weed. Like a big ass, like a trash bag full of weed. Like literally. Doing God's work. So our dressing room was next door to Red and Meth. And so they over there and they got all this weed and they like, yo, we ain't got no blunts. And I'm like, oh, oh shit. shit. <laughs> right. And then, so they like, and I'm you in, pull them out like Wolverine out right. the like, <laughs> Right. So I'm like in our dressing room and there's over there, but I could hear them saying it and they got all this weed. And then Red Man stick his head around the door corner of the door like, hey, yo, anybody got blunts? And I'm like, you know what? And I reach in my bag and I pull out like a big handful. And it was like, like Voltron. Yeah, they came in and him and Matt the man came in like, yo, yo, what, what's your name, son? And I was like, C Brown. They was like, yo, my nigga C, yo, you saved the day, dog. And I was like, hell yeah. Yeah, that's, that's dope. That's really dope. Yeah, that was really dope. Really yeah, dope. that was really dope. And then most deaf, like I saw most deaf freestyle for like 45 minutes. Wow. Uh, Fife Dog saw a Tribe Called oh, Quest. Right. He's Fife, man. That's yeah. Dope. Backstage with Nas, like it was the whole wow. thing was just 
Oh, in New York City. So they put our dressing room next to the stage for some weird reason in New York City. Like, okay, that's cool. But, you know, that's where, like, the real, real, real big artist should be, right? So we're in the... Uh, dressing room then all of a sudden the staff come up oh no we gotta move the dressing room we gotta get this to uh beyonce and jay-z we're like what so we oh I, I would love for him to hear this story uh it's, it's all should we pause okay okay so look so we like yo jay-z and beyonce gotta get this room okay so i had hid a little bottle of hennessy behind the couch right and I forgot. So we move, and now we're in a oh. room with Wu-Tang. We're in the dressing room with Wu-Tang. I'm like, yeah, man, let's drink. My bottle of Hennessy. So I go back to the to the old dressing room like an hour later, knock on the door. There are no like, bodyguards or anything? There was there? bodyguards, but I was like, yo, we had to change room, and I forgot my drink in there. So I go in there. It's all these models in Beyonce and Jay-Z's dressing room. And they had to tell them to get up off the couch, right? <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God, I, I store something back there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah. it was like all this money in the room, models, all this shit. I move the couch out, right? They Just look up. real grimy, reaching behind <laughs> right, the couch. Right, 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 right. I move out the couch, and I pull out this little bottle. <laughs> hey. Like, you want some? Yo, man, they must have looked at me like, yo, look at this broke ass. <laughs> These rappers, when they go on tour, they just don't know how to act. Yo, it was crazy, man. But yeah, yo, nah, how, that was. How was Nas on like his tour that he's running? Because I, I imagine it's different than when he's just an artist performing. Is he like more focused on, uh, you know, being managerial or. Oh, well, no. I mean, I, I wouldn't know. I mean, we was, you know, Nas, he was gone until it was time for him to go on stage. Right. So he would, like, appear like Prince, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, I, like, I like the idea of Nas as Prince so yeah. much. Yeah, yeah, for real. He would, like, like, it was like, he would respawn. You know how you play? <laughs> right. He would, like, respawn. He would just, just come out like, oh, shit, stage. Yeah, it's like uh, Illmatic is playing as he twinkles up. And right. <laughs> nah, Dressed as Prince the, in, like, an ice skating outfit. But on that New York show, man, it was so crazy because every New York legend was there. It was like, like we were like us sharing the dressing room. Wu Tang wasn't even a big deal anymore. I was just like, oh shit, Wu Tang, damn. Oh, Chub Rock, uh, EBMD. I was like, oh, like overwhelming. Yeah, yeah. it was like, I was like, wow, I was so blown away, man. It was. Was that your first time meeting a lot of those cats? Oh yeah, for sure. It was it was incredible, man. It was dope. It was it's dope. cool that you're still a fan, you know. And oh yeah, not not like you're fanning out, but it's cool that you still have that kind of appreciation for. Oh yeah, these nah, dudes. for sure. Like even though you've been doing it, yeah, like, no. Nah, but thing. I ran up on. I gotta tell you this quickly. I was at a Laker game. I used to go all the time, and Ice Cube used to have a suite next to the suite I was in. So I came up with one of his records one day because I was like, I know Q was gonna be there. So I came up with a. Uh, I forgot which record it was. Uh, the one with the gun on the cover where he has the gun in his hand. I forgot which album Predator? it was. No, it was Predator. before that. It was before that. It was America's, like... Uh, America's... No, it was like... No, not Lethal. Damn, I can't I can't remember the okay. name of the album, but it was one of his first LPs. 
So he's in there. I'm like with my boy, and it's the end of the game. Everybody's leaving. The security's like, all right, you guys got to go. I'm like, but wait. And then Ice Cube's still in the suite talking. And I'm like, shit, I got to take a piss, right? So I'm like, I got to piss. I'm waiting on Ice Cube. So I'm like, tell my boy, like, yo, I'm going to go take a piss. If Ice Cube come out, come call me. The bathroom was like around the corner. So I go in the bathroom. I come out. All I hear is my boy like, he's going. You better get him. And I'm oh, like, shit. yo, Cube. I like yell like on Juice where he said, yo, Cube. I was like, yo, Cube. And I yelled at him and he stopped and his whole family was in the door. I was like, yo, can you sign this record for me? And they was like, oh, wow, where'd you get that? And he signed it. It was, ah, it was that's dope. dope. Yeah, it was dope. That's so I still do that, you know, yeah. but not like real fanboy, but I got respect for yeah, these people. For the you culture, know what I mean? man. We yeah, interviewed absolutely. Maceo uh, from De La Soul. Oh, and, okay. Uh, we didn't know if it was going to happen or not, so we got really drunk beforehand. But oh, wow. it, it was, was that, in there it was a hell of fanboy and I yeah. was like, oh, you're the best. Uh, fucking change my life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I try not to, you know, I try not to fan out because we do, you know, I've met a lot of underground legends. For me, yeah, Micah yeah, 9 yeah. is like a superhero. Oh, yeah. You know, Micah AC Lone's yeah, like a yeah, superhero. Yeah, yeah. The times I met him, I just try to be like cool and shit. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, sure. We didn't get to interview shit. him, but, uh, uh, Paz the Noose was also there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Paz. Yeah. Oh, no, no. It was fucking Dub. It was uh, Trigoy. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. My Trigoy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, I, and I I was just like, yo, you're one of my favorites, man. I, I was, like, <laughs> that was like as composed I, as I could be I with him, man. I was drunk. I was like, oh, you're his girlfriend? That's so cool. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, my God. Yeah, but, That's funny. <laughs> you know what I mean, though? Yeah. But, yeah. Um, one, one last question before okay. we get you out of here, man. Yep, we, yep, uh, yep. First, I want to say thank you for rocking with us. But... Outside DJ, man, what are your hobbies? What do you like doing? Uh, f- video and photos. Uh, so through my travels, through touring so much, I was always the only one with a uh, camera. So that's how I kind of got into taking photos. So like we was on the road with like Blackalicious and like, you know, some of those uh, West Coast acts, uh, Pigeon John. So like they were like, yo, Chris, when we're on stage, can you take pictures of us type thing? So, you know, I picked up some cameras over the years. I always take photos and, you know, things like that. So that's stuff I'm into. I've always kind of been into the like the arts and things. Cause you know, like when I, I tell you earlier, when I was a kid, I would be in my room, so I was like, I had to get creative. Sure. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, photos and videos. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Man, DJ C Brown is rock with everybody. I want to talk to him about Black Delicious now and Pigeon John now. Yeah, so, but man. I know, I know we we kept you for a long time, and I know you yeah, guys have a lot good. of things to do today. Um, and, and today is like the last full day that you have in Japan. Thank you so much for rocking with us. Very where much can we? Uh, where can we find you and, and listen to your music oh. and find your sets? Do like social media stuff. Yeah. Maybe you want your manager to tell us about this. <laughs> no. Look, she- right. Mixcloud.com slash DJC Brown. DJC Brown.com. Yep. Instagram handle DJC Brown. Twitter DJC Brown. Hey. Yeah. That's C E E C double E. For DJ Mr. C, that's why I chose it. Shout out to the legends, man. You know what I'm saying? I, I couldn't foresee certain things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, that's how we do it, man. Hey, Phonics was absolutely right, man. It's been yeah. a pleasure rocking with you. We, we really enjoyed having you, and hopefully next time you come back, we can we can chill, we'll go see a set that you do today. Yeah, yeah. This this trip, you're just having a, having a good time. But yeah, yeah, um, sure. when 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 he is coming out, let us know so we can mention the show in our weather forecast of upcoming shows. Uh, let's go ahead and get in get into that. Late bow. As you are listening today, tonight, uh, Slow Lights is happening at New 
Cub Heavy 6-0 in Nakano. That's the monthly beat show every fourth Friday. This is the 23rd, by the way. This episode comes out on the 23rd, which is next Friday. So, Yo, the next day, the breakdown's happening at Coins Bar. That happens every second Saturday. Some other regular shows. Our homie Kinsuke is playing at uh, Quintet every Wednesday. Pete, Pete Rock is going to be performing uh, at Sound Museum Vision on the 31st, Saturday the 31st. And... That'll be dope. That's for their classics um, program or they event every that they have. Every so. month they bring out they bring out like a, a classic hip hop art uh, artist. Last month I think it was the, the Beat Nuts. This month Pete Rock. So shout out to them. But yo, uh, the Saturday before that, oh, also sorry. at Vision, uh, BLK Tokyo Grime featuring featuring Predator, who's a grime producer out of the UK. He did one of the hottest tracks out right now by uh, Georgia. Smith that I really like. I fuck with that shit a lot. Uh, Under the Moonlight, our homie AJ has a residency at Rep every Monday. And uh, is there anything else? No, we're going to let him know about everything else uh, next uh, episode. Yeah? Sorry. Speakeasy. Oh. The DJ next Sarasa, Sunday, every first Sunday, it's going down in Shibuya at Koe. This time we've got some of Terry's homies and I can't remember anybody else's name. I don't even know if I'm supposed to announce it. So let's just say you should be at Speakeasy. That shit's free. It's the livest day dance party in Tokyo. Maybe the livest party. And I probably shouldn't say this either, but I'm going to say this shit anyway. May Speakeasy, uh, May 2nd, DJ Spinner. It's going down at Vent. And your boy is also going to be performing, so y'all should definitely be out there. We are actively campaigning to get DJ Spinner on the podcast. I got to give this man some props and talk about Fondalum, Rockets, and all of that early uh, West Co- uh, East Coast underground hip-hop scene. So pay attention to that. Mega Late Show 2018, episode 27. And potentially, we will have some news for you also around that time about MLS events. That's right. DJ C Brown. Hey, you got anything you want to say uh, before you get out of here? You shoot some shots. Oh yeah, man. Talk Big some up, shit. man. Thank you guys for having me on. I really appreciate it. Shout out to Tokyo. Much love. Man. Big up to my man Ash over in Osaka, man. I didn't get to see you, baby, on the next one. I got you. Shout out to DJ Sin, my man Keo. You know everybody. My man Phonics, man. You know Chili T. Thank you. Chili T. Played a bunch vinyl. of Phonics tracks today. So. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, shout out to Phonics. Uh, yeah. Shout out to LA, man. Shout out to the city. I'm coming home And if you're in LA You can catch me every Saturday At Bar Lubish, baby It's your man C-Double Let's go Absolutely hey. West best secret hey. Oh best the Best best, best. <laughs> Welcome to the millennium <laughs> The West best secret No doubt Hey yo Why your mom Look like your dad Why your mom look like She's gonna sleep in your bed While you sneaking out Trying to catch a video shoot Or something Yo, work on your cuts. Mega Late Show 2018, <laughs> episode 27, DJC Brown. Yo, y'all want some pizza? Are y'all got a man? Yeah, I'll take, yeah, I'll take a slice. slice. We do got a roll. Um, so, yeah, I know, I know we, no. you guys got...